0: Hi guys, welcome back to Season 3, Episode 22 of Melon Girl Problem Podcast, and since we are going on a roll here talking about superhero, I'll talk about the 10 superheroes before Black Panther, and I mean the 10 black superheroes before Black Panther. From Marvel's adaptations to original screen heroes, these are some of the, my most favorite black star performances and superhero. We have Blade, who appeared in 1998, became the first Marvel comic character to exceed have a successful budget movie adaptation, ushering in the current domination of the superhero in blockbusters filmmaking, the Vampire Hunter perhaps portrayed by Wesley Snipes' signature role, but Marvel didn't have another black lead until Black Panther came along in the much anticipated film by Robin Kugler. Before this, the mainstream films black heroes tended to be a Token team member or controversial way swap version of original white character. Outside of these adaptations, they had fared better with black stars creating their own heroes' plays. And here are the most r- rememberable black stars playing the maraudery black on screen superheroes. We have Abar, the first black Superman. A year before Christopher Reed's first pulled up his tights, there was this another black is named after Kinkai, moving his family to a white suburban and spending most of his time being hassled by his racist neighbors while he worked on the mysterious serum it was only in the only final of the superpower show up that when he gave the serum to a bar the head of all black biker gang a bar developed psychic abilities became bulletproof and set up against the racists then you have meter man who came in 1993 best known for his industry hot, hot tires satire hollywood shuffle uh, directed by um, Robert Townsend, started a comedy venture about an inner-city Washington, D.C. school teacher who gets two powers after being hit by a mysterious meteor. And meteor man's powers and costumes might have been rather generic, but what's set apart is that he's a hero trying to save his community as opposed to the world. He shuts down crack houses, makes peace between the crypts and the blood, and even uses his powers to create giant gardens in the projects. Then you have Blank Man in 1994, and then you have Spawn in 1997, who later got adapted more into the cloak that we're usually seeing him today. Spawn was brought on by the supernatural edge to the superhero genre, as well as rare African American solo heroes capable of selling as many copies as Batman. Playing the title character should have been a major breakthrough for the extremely talented martial artist and actor Michael J. White. Yet the medium budget failed to capture the unique of McClay's art, and we all were left with the 90s medal and John Duzimzi in a clown makeup. And then later, White would later become a cult favorite through straight-to-DVD fighting movements superb Proof of Black Dynamite in 2009. As I mentioned, we have Blade that ran from 1998 to 2004. Then we have the beloved Storm in X-Men from 2000 to 2014. The weather-controlling African powerhouse Storm has always been one of the most iconic parts of the X-Men franchise, especially since her overtop and honestly pretty stereotyped portrayal in the beloved 1990s animated series So casting her as her prime Hollybearer counterpart. And the long-awaited X-Men movie seemed to be, be like a no-brainer. But in practice, she was really more than a cardboard cutout. Barry sadly seemed to act like she was above the material. But at the same time, she was hardly given much to do. Apart from being the biggest name on the poster. And then we have Hancock that came out in 2008. Hancock isn't a perfect film, but there it shows that there was a lot of interest in potential superhero genre when it doesn't just adapt a 50-year-old character. Will Smith played a drunk, watch-up superhero who ends up working with James Bateman's PR consultant to improve his public image. It gets bogged down with clunky plot twists at the end, but one of these films, alongside I, Robot, and I Am Legend, where Will Smith gets a surprisingly deep performance far above what was required for a summer blockbuster. Then we have Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, 2008 till now. Along with comic creator Mark... Miller and Brian Hitch were tasked with reimagining Marvel super spy from the early 2000s. They thought he needed to be a cool man well, the coolest man alive, so he was down to draw like Samuel L. Jackson. And when Marvel got into producing films themselves in 2000 Iron Man, they got Jackson himself to cameo as Fury, who eventually became a recurring president in the, in their ongoing cinematic universe. It's a definite improvement from the David Hasselhoff play Fury in the 1998 TV movie. Then we have the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four in 2015. Now, it turns me, picking from comics to movie. Some of the subject material hits to be a little bit wonky, but when Michael B. Jordan was cast as the original white and blonde Giant Storm in the 2005 Fantastic Four reboot, ironically, while there was little redeemable about Josh Trank's movie, the -the behind-the-scenes troubles were already legendary. um, Jordan is always charismatic and enjoyable, and that's probably the only likeable thing in the film. They are attempting to redo Fantastic Four again, so they're recasting it again. So hopefully they'll try it a little bit differently and look better. But we shall see. Then you have Luke Cage in 2016, the hero of the helm, but unbreakable skin, was originally credited to cash in on one of the 1970s trends. But the concept of bulletproof black men had undeniably resonated. In 2016, the Netflix small screen version had not shied away from reflecting the black experience. So along with the usual comic in and jokes for fanboys, the references from to Ralph, Elon, the Invisible man, and Civil War figure, Snipe, occult tick as well as cameos whether they Hellman, taylor dapper don and wu clapper rapper method man but you also have think superheroes like black lightning vixen and the list goes on and on and i feel like they're more prevalent in dc marvel and other comics realm if you have read into the comic book genre which i'm assuming probably you must have it and that is completely fine nothing wrong about that we all need to brush up on our black superhero knowledge every now and then but you have uh, all these lovely black superheroes and there's a list of brains, there's Alloy, there's Alpha there's Alyssa Miles the Amazon, Amazon 2 Like there are a list of many Aqualad there are many lovely black superheroes and the list goes on and on and on that hopefully soon in the near future all these black superheroes that we see in the comics will eventually have a presence on the silver screen one day and I feel like that will be very soon. Along with Black Panther, Storm, Blade, Mama Morales, Luke Cage, Sam Wilson, Nick Fury, War Machine, John Stewart, Bishop, Shuri, Cyborg, Cloak, Spawn, Monica Rambeau, Black Lightning, Blue Marvel, Sec, Misty Knight, Vixen, Brother Voodoo, The Prowler, Goliath, Patriot. Like, there's a long list of Black superheroes that we're just not getting on with the big screen yet. But I feel like on time they will get the spotlight that they so gratefully deserve just like black panther has how sam who is now the new captain america has gotten recently static shot static shock spawn uh batwing um green lantern as the iconic john stewart from the justice league series which i loved growing up uh you have spider-man with mom morales And, you know, you have Misty Knight, who I found out recently. She was in the Marvel comics. She was created by Tony, Isabella, and Aveline Joan. Uh, She made her first appearance in 1972 and appeared in the Marvels in the issue 20 in 1975. Mercedes, or Misty Knight, is a kung fu bio uh, courtesy of Tony Stark detective known for dating Danny Rose, Iron Fist and for our first police work at the New York Police Department. She has teamed up with various members of the Defenders including Luke Cage, the iconic Black Panther played by T'Challa, uh, Storm, we have Nick Fury, we have Bishop, so there are a lot of characters that we have yet to scratch the servers on, and if you grew up watching Static Shock, you know about him. Uh, Virgil Hawking was exposed to a magnetic gas, which gave him superpowers with the ability to control, electro, an magnetic, and so exploring the Teen Titans and continuing to protect the city. And so we have the list goes on and on with a lot of famous black superheroes that we have barely able to scratch the servers that will feel like you should explore more on. If you're into the more stereotypical black superheroes, and want to learn more mainstream of them, definitely dive into your old comic book collection. If you have any, or do some research online because there's a long list of superheroes that I can't wait to see them be betrayed on the big screen one day because we have a long list to go through. And I'm excited to see what the exploration of more black superheroes being more prime on television and big screens They're going to do for the community Especially in the black community where we had Black Panther And that was the main focal point Of showing black people to stand up And also they have a superhero that looks just like them To be that main role model But there are many more in the shadows I have yet to see their time in the spotlight And I have a strong feeling one day We will get that very soon But thank you for tuning in to this episode Of Manga Prime Podcast Season 12 Three, episode 23 and i will say i am going to probably be wrapping up around season well season three will be wrapping up soon i think i'll record a couple more episodes before i give myself a break and then take a rest before season four because i am planning to continue with these podcast episodes so season four season five and season six in the near future and we'll see where it leads from there but i'd love to hear y'all thoughts and opinions about what topics that i haven't touched upon yet would you, would you like to hear and i can't just see what the response is and the support. And thank you for continuing listening on to listen to my podcast. And here's so many more. Until then, I will see you very soon. Bye bye.